0: So, my fiancé, who I've been with for five years, this morning told me that she doesn't like Wayne's World. Fuck. I told huh. her. You should have told me this a
1: long time ago, Could save saved us a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of time, a lot of money. Oh, well. I guess it's good that your wedding's been postponed because of this whole coronavirus <laughs> thing. <'cause, laughs>
0: hello, you know. and welcome to your favorite podcast, Brad is a Bad Person. My name is Morgan. I am the host of the podcast, and I am unfortunately cursed with a- chakra misalignment i'm joined as always by lachlan hello who is not only a doctor of cryptozoology but also a doctor of reiki and brad hello who is never not burning essential oils Hmm, <laughs> lavender
2: you picked the one i fucking hate lavender it makes me throw up. <laughs> That's
0: right. Today we're talking about alternative medicines. One of our fans made a very generous donation to us requesting that we do an episode on this topic last year. Thank you, Josh. We're sorry it's taken so long to finally get around to it, but obviously we had to wait until Mercury entered Taurus, but before the moon entered Gemini. So (laughs) here we are. We hope you enjoy this episode. (laughs)
1: <laughs> How are we going tonight, guys? Uh, good vibes, positive energies. I'm not a doctor of Reiki. I am a doctor of Leisure Sciences, though. I recently <laughs> got that doctorate. Did <laughs> you really? Yeah. How yep. much did that cost you? That was also free. <laughs> came from What's the a Leisure s- Science. Came from the same uh, establishment that I got my priesthood from.
2: Yep. No. It sounds like the, like a doctor party Leisure Science. Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah.
1: a doctor kicking back relaxing yeah leisure sounds cool, cool enough, so get
2: it
0: um all right well we've each interpreted how we will talk about alternative medicines today so this could get a little wild but i will say before the jokes and the insincerity that you've come to expect from this show i will get serious and say that your health is very important it is no joke you should always consult a specialist before mixing your own herbal teas Herbal teas are perfectly blended beforehand to help you with certain ailments. You may think you can mix ginger and lemon correctly, but too much ginger and your energy will be unbalanced for weeks, so don't (laughs) risk it.
2: Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Before we get into it, I want to remind everyone to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you leave us a nice review on iTunes, we'll give you a shout out during the show to say thank you. If you want to get in contact with us and suggest an episode idea or just say hi, please do. We always love interacting with our fans. You can uh-huh. do that on our social media or through our website, bradisabadperson.com. If you really, really like us, you can buy us a beer through paypal.me slash person. But otherwise, the best thing you can do to support the show is to tell a friend to listen. Reach out to somebody Make during these tough listen. times and tell them to listen to a funny podcast. And if they like that podcast, then recommend this one too. <laughs> Lachlan, do you want to get this party started by cracking open a cold one with the boys?
1: It's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. Okay, thank fuck this is the last week of this uh, beer Russian roulette Except every chamber has a bullet in it uh, <laughs> set to us by... And some have more tequila than others. to Nick. Um, now, of course, last week, rolled a five. Well, I didn't roll a five, but it was the last one to choose because somehow we didn't double up in five weeks. So I just picked the last one, which is Brad's choice. Brad has chosen a Matilda Bay frothy. <laughs>
2: I have a feeling that you might like this one. (laughs) Uh,
1: Do you you want to tell us all
0: about it? Where's it from?
1: Uh, You know, what's the alcohol percentage? Brad, I fucking hate you. And Nick, you can go fuck yourself as well for giving Brad this opportunity. (laughs) Let's give it a go.
0: Good snap on it. This one might be better than the others. Good start.
2: I'm hopeful.
1: No, no good. Oh. Has it grown on you at all? It's actually, what's the opposite of growing on me? I think it's gotten worse. Uh. Shrunk on you. Um, yeah.
0: It, well, when you first start drinking beer as a uh, 12-year-old, it doesn't taste very good. <laughs> but then by the time you're like 14 or 15, it's actually, you get a taste for it. So, I don't know. That's beer in general, though. Maybe not specific yeah. beers. <laughs> um, Definitely
1: not Matilda Bay frothies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to. I just want to say, if there's anyone from Matilda Bay listening, um, please don't send me any promotional items. <laughs> I, I do not want to represent your brand. Some of their other beers are good. I don't know if uh,
0: fro things yeah, like
1: that. Fat Yaks, okay. Oh, they make oh, fat actually, yak. Yeah, yeah, they make fat yak. Fat uh, yak is yak. fucking horrible.
0: I think yeah. they make bees knees, which is alright. Honey flavored beer. Anyway. Um, in preparation for this show, I was um, talking to Shannon, and she knows a lot more about alternative medicines than I do. And um, we watched—we just then watched an episode of the Group Lab. Do you know what that is? Oh, uh, yeah, it's
2: Gwyneth Paltrow, right?
1: I was actually considering yeah. about talking about this for this episode. I didn't, but um, that was that was on my shortlist. I've I've
2: heard was, of reference, yeah, I but I don't know well. anything about it. So she
0: she tries all these like wacky treatments and stuff as part of this tv show the group lab because she has like a brand called group or something like that but um yeah we were watching it and shannon was getting really triggered she was like pausing every five (laughs) minutes and she was like see what he's saying it sounds really good but this is why it's wrong and i'm like "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) because she yeah she's she is really into like evidence-based practice and stuff with her job and people are trying to do things in uh more of a anecdotal evidence sort uh-huh. and uh yeah she gets really annoyed so she was explaining to me why this guy that down the bottom it says physician but that's sneaky because they introduced him as a like an integrated physician or something like that which yeah. is not the same thing and you don't have to get not actual, a real doctor no yeah, yeah. stuff like that but the episode was on energy healing which was basically reiki like it looked like the rich white hollywood version of reiki like there was mm-hmm. this Guy with uh, was really suave and sophisticated, and he was just doing like this energy, like with people, like barely touching them, just touching them a little bit, and yeah, you know. But it, it was actually just mental health therapy, it was like a psychology session, it wasn't like a
1: well, I suppose that's something,
0: uh, yeah, I know. But he's he's saying it's like, oh, you know, it's really good for your. Physical yeah, and stuff like that. And, you know, Goop is
1: some fix- Goop is some wacky shit. They sell a, a candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, not <laughs> I'm not even uh. joking.
1: I'm not even joking. Hers specifically or
0: is it just that smell in general?
1: It's uh. hers specifically. Oh, oh wow. Getting- I think they used like cultures from a swab of her vagina or something. Uh. So oh, make it. It's so they didn't have
2: someone down there just sniffing it and then comparing it to candles? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, I think that makes the, the most I'm sense. I'm pretty
1: sure Is she? she's the one who um, also sells that jade egg that you can put up your yeah. vagina to heal yourself. The yeah, there's a lot of vagina stuff going on there at the Google oh, Lab.
2: I, I'm going to struggle tonight. Degeneracy <laughs> to just...
1: Brad doesn't like vaginas. yeah. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> I don't like vagina-scented um, candles or vagina eggs. yes, you're correct.
1: Don't knock it till you
2: try it, Brad. <laughs> yeah, come on, Brad. Dude, what, what's the mind, candle Brad. called? Is it like Pussy Willow or something like
1: that? Uh, I think it's literally <laughs> called My Vagina.
2: Oh, what a <laughs> From memory.
1: <laughs> uh, Shannon was also telling me
0: about this, um, like, Instagram influencer who uh, had cancer and she went on this, like, a um, very specific type of diet and it cured her cancer. And then a lot of people who were um, going mm-hmm. through chemotherapy.
1: Okay, sorry, Moggs, I'm just going to interrupt you. I looked it up. Uh, the candle is called, This Smells Like My Vagina.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's she's taking a piss. She's just fucking around here. She
1: <laughs> did not. Oh. How do you um, get a
0: candle anyway. to
2: smell like sweaty and fucking musky? <laughs> I
1: just... And it costs seventy five dollars.
2: Seventy five fucking
1: dollars. <laughs> Sorry, Morgan, continue. Anyway, this woman, um
0: uh, a lot of a lot of her followers who were going through chemotherapy went off chemotherapy and started doing the diet mm. that she was doing and then it was found out that she never had cancer in the first place. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember she hearing cancer. Yeah, her name was Belle Gibson. Bell which Gibson, rhymes yeah, think, with the yeah. name of an awesome person, but um <laughs> Who would never do something like that? No. You know? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Drunk driving and yelling at cops about uh, the Jews, yes, but yeah.
2: <laughs> lying about cancer, no. Um, did did she so. face any kind of criminal proceedings yet? Because I feel like she, um, there was talk of that, right, for Bell Gibson? Because she made a lot of money off this book.
1: Yeah, I, they spoke about it. I don't know if there were any actual consequences, though. Mm. The shame is consequence enough. No, it's not. (laughs) Ah,
2: these
0: people don't feel shame.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) Well, she must be like a pathological liar or sociopath Mm. if she could do something like that. Like, I don't know. How would you sleep? Seriously, how would you get to sleep at night? On a big pile of money.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how can you look someone in the eyes who, because I'm sure people approached her or she did, you know, tours and stuff like that. How can you look them in the eyes, see that this person is desperate? and they're looking to you, and, and they believe in you, and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. She's a
1: sociopath. She doesn't yeah. see other people as the same as her.
0: Oh, as a means to her ends.
1: That's right. Um,
0: all right, well, let's uh, let's get started. That Lachlan can tell us all about how he's decided to interpret this uh, topic of alternative medicines. What are you going to talk about tonight, Lachlan? All
1: right. I'm going to tell you guys about... Homeopathy or homeopathy. I think it's homeopathy, but I have heard it pronounced homeopathy as well. Um, but, you know, sue me. <laughs> homeopathy is an alternative medicine system discovered in 1796 oh. <laughs> by German physician Samuel Hannemann. I say discovered and not Invented because it has been likened to Newton discovering gravity by leading homeopaths. <laughs> uh.
2: So it was existing naturally without uh, right. anyone That's making right. it. Yeah, okay.
1: I watched. I watched a video of uh, a leading Indian homeopath <laughs> talking about oh, yeah. how you know the science behind it doesn't matter because it works, whether the science makes sense or not. Homeopathy <laughs> works. You know, gravity was still a thing before the apple fell on Isaac Newton. So, this is like that. Just
0: because you couldn't explain it, Brad. That's right. <laughs> uh,
1: but do you understand? Fucking magnets.
0: How do they work?
2: But once <laughs> once it was discovered, it was thoroughly investigated and explained, which homeopathy has yet to be.
1: Well, how do you know, Brad? I haven't gotten into it yet. Yeah, I just yeah, know. Come it. on, Lachlan. Tell us. The idea behind homeopathy is gentle healing. I can understand why someone would be looking for a softer, less invasive form of medicine. At the time homeopathy was invented, doctors were still practicing bloodletting and trepanation. It makes sense that you would want a better alternative. And to be fair, at the time, this was a better alternative. Doing nothing is preferable to cracking a patient's head open to let the demons out. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I feel like the placebo effect of letting the demons out is better than doing
1: nothing. (laughs) That's that's not a placebo effect, (laughs) that's just killing a man.
2: Yeah, but at least they're not in pain anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There are two core doctrines that homeopaths practice. The first is called similar similibus carento, or like cures like. A substance that causes particular symptoms in a healthy person can be used to cure those same symptoms in a sick person. For example, in homeopathy, caffeine is thought to be a remedy for insomnia. This belief comes from Hahnemann's own experience. When translating a Scottish chemist's medical treatise into German, Hahnemann was sceptical of a purported cure for malaria, cinchona, a poisonous species of tree from Peru. To test this cure, Hahnemann ingested a large amount of cinchona bark. He experienced fever, shivering, and joint pain, all <laughs> symptoms of malaria. From this, he concluded that all effective drugs must produce, in a healthy person, the same symptoms of the ailments they will treat. Excellent. An- That's called extrapolation. <laughs> That's right. Works every time. <laughs>
2: but he yep. never got malaria, did he? So, you know, case closed.
1: <laughs> As another example... Bee venom is used to treat the swelling and pain caused by bee stings.
2: Ooh.
1: It's fighting fire with fire. Though in this case, it's more akin to fighting a bushfire with a birthday candle, which brings me to the other doctrine of homeopathy. Potentization is a fancy term for dilution and is how <laughs> all homeopathic remedies are made. Ooh. See, Hadamon <laughs> figured that if you've got malaria, eating a whole shitload of poison tree bark is probably going to make things worse before it makes them better. But what if you just had a little bit? That'd probably do the trick. To create a homeopathic (laughs) remedy, you first take whatever your base ingredient is, crush it up, and dissolve it in water. Then you take one drop of that infused water and mix it with nine drops of clean water. Then you shake Mm -hmm. it. The shaking is very important. Homeopaths call it secusion. Nothing works without the shaking. James Bond was right. Shaken, not stirred. (laughs) What you have now is a solution of 1x potency, a 1 in 10 mixture of curative ingredient to water. But you don't stop there. Oh, no, no. You have to do it again. You take one drop of your 1x remedy and you add it to nine drops of clean water. Then you shake. Now, your solution is 2x or 1c, a 1 in 100 mixture, which homeopaths claim is more potent than 1x. Huh.
0: like better curative properties, you mean?
1: That's right. Yeah. It, it, it has. Because there's it,
0: less of it. Yeah. It's, it's not it's as dangerous. It's so it's more
1: More diluted, which makes it more potent as far as a, a curative measure goes.
0: That is, yeah. Right. right. So as a, as a measure of how effective it is, it's yeah. more potent. That's right. Interesting.
1: That's still no good, though. You have to keep going. Now your remedy is one in 1,000. Now one in ten thousand, etc., etc. In fact, for most homeopathic remedies, you have to repeat this whole song and literal dance with the shaking until you get to <laughs> a <laughs> until you get to a potency of thirty c or sixty x. Oh. That's that's a solution of one in one novemdecillion. I had to look that word up. It's a one with sixty zeros after.
2: Oh my god.
1: That's the money dilution, though. Most homeopathic remedies are a potency of 30C. I know this sounds ridiculous, but let me just explain why it absolutely is. <laughs> that is the same concentration as dropping one aspirin into the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, Jesus. At a potency oh. of 13C, or 26X, there is a statistically 0% chance that a single molecule of the original ingredient remains in the solution. 13C uh isn't even halfway to the target potency. (laughs) Using these 30C dilutions, you would need to give 2 billion doses per second to 6 billion people for 4 billion (laughs) years for a single person to get a single molecule of the ingredient you started out with.
2: So, you're telling me there's a chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is a popular homeopathic remedy for the flu called, and I'm going to fuck this up, Oscillococcinum. Actually, no, I did all right there. Yeah, no bad. Good job. Which is duck liver diluted to a 200c potency. That is a 1 in 10 to the power of 400 solution. That's a 1 with 400 zeros behind it. We don't have a word for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know how easy it is to lose perspective when you're dealing with numbers this big, so let me try and clear it up a little bit. It's estimated that there are about 10 to the power of 80 atoms in the observable universe. For, li- for this solution to have one single molecule of duck liver it would have to have 10 to the power of 320 more atoms in it than the whole universe. Imagine how big the universe is. That would be 0.0000... It's 317 zeros. 1% the size of this homeopathic (laughs) remedy.
2: Oh, my God.
1: If you consumed the entire universe and there had only ever been one duck to ever exist you would get a <laughs> concentration of duck liver orders of magnitude higher than if you drank this flu remedy. Of course, this is only hard, pure mathematics. What do the homeopaths say to this seemingly irrefutable evidence that they're selling water and sugar pills? The water remembers. Yes. The act of shaking the solution during dilution Activates some sort of healing force within the original substance, which permeates the water and is held on to no matter the dilution. There's no science behind homeopathy. Homeopathy? Homeopathy? It's not even pseudoscience. It's just fucking water. (laughs) (laughs) They're not directly hurting anyone because, again, it's just water, but they lead people away from actual real medicine with their bullshit placebos, and that's why it's dangerous.
0: Yeah, it's about the false hope.
1: That's right. Uh, That's uh, right. They yeah, tell you, people, "Yeah, we can cure cancer with this literal water." Yeah. Um, and and they stop their chemotherapy to to take these fucking placebo tablets.
2: I tell you what, though, they've got excellent PR and marketing because oh, they've yeah. got the people hooked, thinking that the higher the X, the better it is, mm. right. When, which gives them the ability to actually just sell water. Whereas if you yeah. were like, you know, the mm-hmm. more of the product is in it, which is the usual way of thinking, the better yeah. the mm-hmm. potency, That then you have overheads at least. These guys are literally just selling tap water to people.
1: Well, no, this is the thing. They, uh, this is what's ludicrous about it all, is they're not just filling up medicine bottles with just tap water. They are actually going through this process. Of dilution and, dilution and dilution and dilution and dilution and dilution, like they do it over. They're actually doing it, but it's just there's not there's nothing in the water. It's just water. Uh, you gotta wonder if they believe it. Well, yeah, I suppose I, I I reckon some definitely would, but there's probably a lot who just just see it as an easy way to make money.
2: Yeah, look, if I, if I was cynical and I wanted uh, to make some easy if- money, <laughs> I would uh, just fill up a jar like. Fill up some water, like a cup with water, bang it through a filter, and then throw it in a jet. Yeah.
1: Simple as and that. And you know
2: what? You could,
1: because yeah. you don't, you can just be a homeopath. These people aren't doctors. Yeah. they're, yeah. they're In Australia, there is a uh, TAFE course you can do in homeopathy.
2: That's <laughs> wow. an advanced That's diploma. It'll college. take
1: you two and a half years. Oh.
0: Um, but Two and a half years. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would be like a weekend course. What do you mean no. two and a half years? Two and
1: a half year advanced diploma. That is and uh, Endeavour College also offer a bachelor's degree in science homeopathy. No, no. is
0: it is it only about this like um, water solutions with the dilution stuff, or is there other stuff to homeopathy?
1: Um, so they say that they don't treat the disease or the symptoms; they treat the whole patient. So, your very first consultation with a homeopathic person, not a yeah. doctor, because um, they're not doctors. I think they call themselves healers. Um, yeah, something like that. They, yeah. they call themselves homeopaths. Yeah. More like psychopaths. Um, <laughs> oh, You <laughs> yeah, sit down for like three hours and just have a big conversation about your life and everything that's wrong and blah, blah, blah. So, they, the people who are less hard on bullshit practices like this than me will say that that initial consultation, at the very least, is um, helpful because the homeopath might say, in addition to this, these sugar pills I'm going to give you, you can also eat less red meat or you know exercise more or blah blah blah. So those other suggestions will improve that person's health, but the homeopathic remedies that they're selling. Are literally placebos. Yes. Well, surely sitting down with somebody and spilling your
0: guts out to them and just complaining about your life and stuff would have some um, therapeutic benefits as well, yeah. like in, in terms of your mental health, not your physical health. But yeah, absolutely. Um, and, if you've and- got problems at, to the point where you're seeking out homeopathy,
1: then your problems are probably quite mental. Well, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of merit in placebos as well they do work in some cases but if you've got a terminal illness uh, placebo is not going to do shit it Life might make a you illness. think it might make you think you're feeling better but it you know you're not you're still going to die it might lighten yes. you up
2: like in the wallet area
1: well yeah
2: that's right i actually
1: don't know how much these things cost
2: i remember when um, i was doing a bpr a while ago that Mm-hmm. A th- 25 mil bottle of, uh, I think it was whooping cough medicine cost $30. Yep. Jesus Whoa.
1: Christ. That's 25 yeah. mils of water.
2: Yes. 25 mils of water for $30. Yeah. That is I mean,
1: there's a lot of labor behind that 25 mil bottle. Yeah. Bull shit there is. You got to dilute and shake for hours on end. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. The water remembers. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> but I, um, yeah, I think the real danger with stuff like this is that it, could be leading some gullible and suggestible people away from- Yes, absolutely.
1: ...actual, um, um, you know, scientific treatments. It's it's misinformation. It's disinformation as well. It's,
0: you know,
1: specifically- Getting technical with it. It's not people being mistaken about something. It's specifically giving information in opposition to scientific fact, trying to get people to- to sign up for these fucking remedies. So it's it's very dangerous. Right. Cuz a lot of people, um, especially, you know, women in their 30s to 50s would be all oh, over this shit how because you like it's it? it's a it's how a, do you? a natural remedy. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's probably no, that's probably the target audience of um essential oils obviously and Yeah, absolutely. Um, that would be a similar thing to this homeopathy thing and i think if
2: yeah so it's like if you get bitten by like i don't know fire ants or something and they make you swell up and then they're like well if we take uh i don't know i'm just gonna say like poison oak or something dilate yeah. that down because that makes you swell up and get rashes? yes or exactly that is, not a perf- the exact that is a
1: fantastic thing. example brad yeah yeah just to clarify good on you brad on the spot mm-hmm. yeah i was trying to think of one to do are, you a, are you a homeopath brad <laughs> uh, i'm 15 years strong um, I mean, you could say you are because there's absolutely no qualifications that you need to practice this shit. Um, yeah, but in, in general, my thought with stuff like this is
0: that if you're seeking it to try to make yourself feel better and it does make you feel better, then that's excellent. So, mm-hmm. it, I I actually hold no grudges against people who are um, seeking this sort of stuff and believing it works. It's totally fine if it's working for you, if you yeah. think it's good. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with placebos and with people feeling mentally better about something, even if it's total bullshit. But Uh my only concern is that people are- It's it's the people peddling it
1: who are the problem.
0: Yeah. It's people doing it instead of something that might actually help them for something serious. And it's also the people who are selling this shit as if it's going to help them with more than just their mental health. It's going to actually help them with their physical ailments and going to help Uh them
1: with their- um, you know, actual diseases and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I was going to talk about um, chiropractors, but I thought I'd save that for another day.
0: <laughs> wow, it's funny you mention that because Shannon asked me what I was talking about tonight, and when I told her, she was like, "Oh, you should have done it on chiropractics." Because do you know how chiropractics got started? It is a hundred percent fake
1: chiropractic. Did
0: you know? Do you know how it got discovered? Like you're no. uh, literally. Discovered in a séance with a dead doctor. A dead doctor yep. described it to somebody in a séance. Sounds about yep. right. To be fair, the dead guy was actually a doctor. Sorry. Yeah, direct, <laughs> direct from the afterlife <laughs> as
2: well. So, like, he's got unlocked the knowledge of the universe, and you're gonna, you know, thumb your nose at that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and take my hip adjustments away. <laughs> yeah,
1: chiropractic therapy is uh, bullshit, and no one should fall. It. Go go to a physiotherapist. That's real. <laughs>
0: Physio? Mm-hmm. Alright, you heard it here. Um, all right, it's time for Morgan's Would You Rather. Oh, so exciting. Morgan, Morgan, Morgan Morgan's Would You Rather? Okay, so we're talking about alternative medicines, alternative treatments, and I thought, what are two alternative treatments that I would not want to do at all? So, my question to you guys is, mm-hmm. would you rather do a session of acupuncture or do a round of
1: urine therapy where you drink (laughs) a cup of your own (laughs) urine.
2: Acupuncture.
1: I'm about to contradict (laughs) myself here because I just said physiotherapists are real uh, doctors. Um, I had a physio do acupuncture to me once. Uh, It didn't help, but it wasn't that bad either. So I'll take the acupuncture.
0: Really? Yeah. I thought Lachlan, you were really like stressed out about stuff like that, like stuff invading your body and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, yeah, you, you really can't handle those videos where like there's like a bug in somebody's skin. Oh like, no, it. I
1: fucking hate that. <laughs> but uh, <sighs> yeah, I have a I have a really deep seated fear of like being stabbed as well. That just <laughs> yeah, I I just don't want to be penetrated, man. Uh, <laughs> again. Um, but <laughs> so you don't yeah. want to be stabbed, but you want to be stabbed with like hundreds of needles. No, it's not hundred. I think it was like when I had it done, it was like maybe ten or fifteen needles. It wasn't that many. Oh, it wasn't that bad. He was only stabbed um, ten times, and it was like no, it was on my back, and I couldn't Listen, see it. Officer, happening. I only <laughs>
0: stabbed him ten times.
1: <laughs> it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a pleasant sensation. But I'd much rather take that than sit in a bath of my own piss. Sit in a
0: bath? I said, drink a cup of it. That's oh, you got to drink it.
2: That's even worse. Yeah,
0: that's
1: worse. I'd rather sit in a bath of it than drink it. <laughs> How much do you GP that you could fill up a bath? No, people save it. Didn't you know about that? Oh. This is another thing I was thinking about talking about is urine therapy. Um, people yeah, keep they, it and then they save it in it. jars for weeks, and then they <sighs> bathe in it. So that's because they can't take
0: breaks in their game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They've just got two Mountain Dew bottles full of
0: Oh, and it looks like the same colour, Brad. <laughs> oh.
2: It's had to camouflage it in case you've got guests. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'd know. Can but- I have a
0: drink here, Mountain Dew? J- <laughs>
2: it's a bit warm.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh, freshly squeezed. Good God! <laughs> I would definitely do the urine therapy. I don't think I can what? handle. The no. uh, there we go. Yeah. I don't think I can handle stuff like um, needles going. Apparently, it doesn't hurt, but I just really, really, no, really don't hurt. like needles. I really, really um, don't
2: like drinking my own piss, though. So
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I I used to, um, one of my old piss. roommates when I uh, used to live in a share house. Um, he's a osteopath, and he's you know, which is also open. not real. <laughs> he's also open to like. Um, different sort of treatments and stuff like that mm-hmm. like he's an osteo they do like proper massages and stuff i don't think it's fully scientifically based but it's it's, it's not. better than chiropractic. it's probably not as ev- it's not as evidence-based as physiotherapy but no yeah you know anyway he's he's very open to this sort of stuff and i once had an argument with him about reiki but anyway <laughs> difference um <laughs> different story anyway one time i was in my room i went out to the lounge room and i, I was just like Just horrified about what I saw. He, like, turned around and looked at me slowly. And he was like, oh, hello, Morgan. And he had, like, 30 needles sticking out of his face. (laughs) Like, his cheeks, his forehead, his, like, chin and stuff like that. It was like I was in a fucking horror movie. I was just terrified. This pinhead from uh, Hellraiser. Yeah. He was like- he was like, "Oh, I'm dry needling," and I was like, "Good lord, you have to oh. warn me when you're doing that." i
1: just, <laughs> I can't see it. It just stressed me out. So dry much. needling sounds so much worse as well. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, really
2: you've ever seen like when lions get like attacked by a porcupine? Is that what he looked like? <laughs> 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 it's exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: that same right. that same uh, housemate of yours turned me onto a very comfortable pillow, though. So, shout outs to him.
0: <laughs> good on you. Um, all right. So, Brad, why don't you go next and tell us how you've interpreted this alternative medicines topic.
2: Yeah. Well, I thought that this week it was uh, rather apt that we were discussing alternative medicine, given that I'd Ooh. covered it in my BPR uh, mm-hmm. back in episode 34, which was the exorcisms episode. So, anyone who ah, hasn't heard of go back, have a listen. Um, that was a good BPR. Yeah. It was yeah, I was very 10. steamed up. Um, and particularly steamed yeah. up about number one. So, luckily, if you don't mind. <laughs> God. Number one. Now, this is the fucking big, big boy. Tarot card. <laughs> this is oh, an I'm trying to stay calm here, so I'll be as polite as I can be. If you have ever used tarot cards in an unironic way, please give yourself a lobotomy with a shotgun. <laughs> Your mystical deck of Pokemon cards can't predict tomorrow's weather, <laughs> let alone where you'll be in five day, five years time. The only thing these can accurately detect are gullible retards. <laughs> if you still believe in these readings, because Mystic Sarah from Psychic TV guessed you'd have a kid in five years time, I've got a reading for you. The first card I flipped is the annoying cunt card. <laughs> This means that your family and friends resent you and you're a stupid fuckie, and you're a stupid fucking hobby. Oh, the second card I turned is the gullible dickhead card. The ether is telling me that you should invest all your capital into a booming industry. Perhaps magic beans. Finally, it appears that I've drawn the unloved and alone card. Unfortunately, it appears that you'll die alone and unloved by all. If you don't believe me. Get a second reading from Sarah. Just keep in mind that we both have the same amount of training. Precisely fuck all. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> Sorry, so rude, Brad. little steamed up there, a little steamed up. Um, and I know what you're thinking. I was too hard on the people who believe in this shit. Well, not so fast, my soft-hearted compatriot. I was the right <laughs> level of harsh on them. Because it could mean the difference between life and death in some cases. That being said, I will concede that I wasn't hard enough on the cunts peddling this shit. Yeah. So, I'm not going to waste your time trying to prove that tarot doesn't work. Instead, I spent my research time trolling through the internet and what it had to offer. The first on my list was reading.net slash free. I was asked (laughs) to select... (laughs) How much did it cost? (laughs) Six cards, face down, while thinking, thinking about my life. Card one signified how I felt about myself, and I'd drawn the hanged man. Say no no more, my friend. But before I tightened the noose and kicked, I decided to actually read the meaning behind the card. You feel a little confused and perhaps fearful because you sense or know that there is someone or something you need to give up to be able to move on. Oh, You're right. My family has been holding me back. I made a mental note to cut them from my life and continued on. (laughs) Card number two signified what I want most right now, and I'd drawn the lover's card. Almost oh. as if shoved into the room by the hand of fate herself, my girlfriend walked through the door into the study with a piece of cake she'd made on a whim. Wow. Maybe oh, there was nice. something to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too bad you decided to cut her out already.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> card number three signified my fears. And before looking, I thought to myself, I don't remember there being an orca slash great white tarot card. (laughs) (laughs) Nonetheless, I drew and was presented with the justice card.
0: Oh, Oh, you do fear justice for (laughs) justice. You know you deserve
2: it. (laughs) I was going to say, this can't be right. I don't fear justice. I love justice. Seeing someone getting what they deserve is one of my favorite pastimes. I can't believe I'd started to believe in this bullshit. But I read on. There could be agreements or legal affairs that concern you, and you certainly don't want to lose. You feel quite strongly that you are in the right. Holy mm. fucking shit. They were <laughs> right. I'm constantly concerned I'm going to get sued for what I say on this show. <laughs> Especially after my top five concentration camps BPR. Oh, God. I'm back on board. This tarot stuff really works. <laughs> Card number four signified what I had going for me. And I'd drawn the moon. Well, we all have that going for us, so I won't take soul ownership. But nonetheless, tarot is four from four here. (laughs) Card number five signified what I had going against me. I tried to skip this card because everyone clearly fucking loves me. But unfortunately, (laughs) I was forced to draw. The Empress. Naturally, I was confused. But after reading, I saw it. You may be experiencing infertility problems or an unplanned pregnancy. If so Oh no If oh, so Jesus. just know that there are people around you who love you and care for you and will provide support. That was it. My girlfriend is both infertile but also unexpectedly pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tarokada. I'll never have to buy a pregnancy test again. I walked out to the kitchen, slapped the meth pipe out of her hand, and told her that she's pregnant and to start fucking acting like it. <laughs> <laughs> card number six signified the, my likely outcome, which was a bit vague, but um, what do you know? I drew temperance. Being the living embodiment <laughs> of restraint that I am, <laughs> I knew this card was 100% spot on. I sat down, smashed a family sized pack of Tim Tams, and thought about how long I'd <laughs> wasted my life without this cosmic guidance. I needed to know more. I needed to go deeper. For hours, I hit (laughs) website after website. AstrologyAnswers.com didn't have the answer. They only let me pick three (laughs) cards. Eva Eva Delatry and her website, EvaTarot.net, gave me ten cards, but none of them gave me what I was looking for. I was feeling hopeless, like I'd never Mm. find what I needed to fill the gaping chasm in my soul. And in times like this, I now turn to tarot cards. Tellmytarot.com, let me pick my future card. I read through it. My breath baited. In the future, you will enjoy the fruits of your labor. There it was. I knew my search wouldn't be in vain. I pressed on. And then, fate driving me the whole way, I found the fruits of my hard labor. Kasamba.com You will never find... A more wretched hive of scum and villainy (laughs) We must be cautious (laughs) Live online chat readings Nice All the worst human beings on the planet Congregated in one easy to read list of degeneracy (laughs) Ratted out by their own mystic powers I'd be the man on the inside (laughs) I, I quickly signed up with my trash email I needed to pick a screen name for psychics to see. Ironic, I thought, but okay. Uh, (laughs) I needed to appear like one of them. I needed a name that they could accept. Unbelievably, I was able to secure the most mystic of names: Third Eye Blind. (laughs) Oh, nice! (laughs) With that, I was in amongst my (laughs)
0: people.
2: I had originally planned to pick a psychic and fuck with them, feeding them questions that when combined spelt, you cunt, but I was in for a bit of a shock. Oh no. I scrolled through a list of degenerates until I came across Yasmin. Her specialty was psychic readings, and I had secretly hoped to test whether she'd have the foresight to see me calling her a cunt in advance. <laughs> Here's where I hit my first hurdle, the paywall. Even for an online chat, it was three ninety (laughs) nine per minute.
0: Oh Oh, God, God. that's
2: USD as well. So the conversion rate really fucked me.
0: It's like forty bucks a minute. Mm.
2: I threw the minimum twenty five dollars US twenty five dollars into the website, and that's approximately forty two (laughs) dollars AD. You better not have actually spent this money. I did because I love our (laughs) listeners, and I strapped myself in. This website promised me three free minutes and a 50% discount as a first-time user. And I figured oh, 15 minutes was enough to get the job done. My three free minutes blew by in a in a blur. I'd barely introduced myself. This might be harder than I thought. I quickly tested uh-huh. Yasmin with a health-related question. Yearly, I seem to have issues with my health. <laughs> Can you help me with that? She masterfully dodged the question, verbatim. (laughs) Any psychic shouldn't say, but I can say the positivity around your health, though, dear. (laughs) The next question would land. Our current isolation situation (laughs) has me quite down. Can you help me with that? Yasmeen, unseen to me, must have been furiously scanning the ether because she quickly began. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening around the world is something that we can either get used to... Or try to see positivity out of it. Remember Steve. Oh, by the way, I told him my name was Steve. What happens <laughs> happens of God's will? <laughs> Wait, God's will? Do psychics believe in God? She continued. Steve, oh. when we make mistakes, our parents scold us. We think it's wrong, but they know what is right for us because they have suffered a <laughs> gone through it. The same implies here. I felt like I was having my third eye opened. It was painful, <laughs> but I'd be better for it. <laughs> Just as Yasmin's divination peaked, I was kicked from the chat for insufficient funds. Yes. <laughs> what? I'd been scammed. After only six minutes, they yoinked my cash and only oh, two questions in. Got rused. In a way, it's poetic, given how much shit I talk on tarot for, for, <laughs> for only wanting people's money, that I myself should be scammed. So, fuck you tarot cards <laughs> and all alternative medicines, for that matter. I want my 42 fucking dollars back. <laughs> 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 Did you really, only get two questions in for 40 bucks? <laughs> yeah, six it coming. minutes. Six minutes.
0: And you got basically no answer. Like, no, there's nothing there,
2: anyway. There was
1: no, no psychic reading, no.
2: And she couldn't even fucking type properly, let alone give she me an answer. She was just giving advice. So, um, Yasmeen, she, she won this encounter. I'll give her that. She's... <laughs> Twenty-three American dollars richer. Um so yeah. It,
0: it, it. Where does where's the medicine involved? Now? Oh no, no okay, yeah, so, alternative <laughs> you medicine. Really you're talking about fucking psychic it, shit, but you you as mean. a
2: decision method, so people either get advice on their health from psychics or use it okay. as a way to interact with doctors. So I did actually look into that a little bit. Um Given that it was mostly what we we're talking about, I really just wanted to rip on tarot cards if I'm being 100% <laughs> honest. But, um, I just decided to ignore the topic of the episode
0: and just do tarot cards. What? Instead. Are you saying
2: that what I just did then was not worth it? Because I feel like I went above and beyond, <laughs> all right? I-, I liked it, Brad. Yeah. But no, no, they actually, there was a lot of uh, like websites I found that were tarot things because I was like, the first thing I typed it was tarot cards, health, um, or you know, tarot cards help me with my health and stuff like that. Um, and they they use it as a, you draw the cards and then you use that as a way to interact with your doctor. So if your doctor is like, hey, you should get chemotherapy and then you draw the cards and it'll be like, oh, well, at the moment it's saying that I shouldn't get chemotherapy. I should wait. Oh, good God. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but they've all been coached very well to say that we don't give medical advice per se. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So I, I guarantee you there was a fair few suings there before that became the thing that every website i went to was like we don't give medical advice and that's why i wanted to lead off with a a medical related question for mm. uh yasmin and she was like any psychic shouldn't say but i can say the positivity around your health though dear so she was she's she's been what in this is situation the
0: positivity before. around your health do you think she doesn't speak english properly and she's trying to say that you're there's positivity around
2: your health yasmin might be one of the most western names i've ever heard so i'm gonna say no more <laughs>
0: do a fake name, because her oh, name oh. was
2: like fucking no. Alex. People would be like, that doesn't sound very psychic to me. I was, <laughs> I was being sarcastic there. <laughs> There's a <laughs> lovely picture of her, and she looked great in her burqa. So, Yasmin, I'm you listening. <laughs> you get it, girl. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know what she's going to do with my $42, but yeah, I'm not a not a big fan of... of uh, she probably gets half of that. Yeah, it's probably less, to be honest. I reckon who is running com is making an absolute killing because- mm-hmm. yeah, Fucking-
0: like I sh- I should sign up. I couldn't write proper English sentences.
2: You would be overqualified. I would over get some more
0: money in Honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's insane.
0: Well, you know, in, in, these, uh, in these times where a lot of people are at home and out of work, you know, got to get your hustle on. Go and sign up for these fucking stupid websites. That's and right. Write stupid- uh readings for people you can do email psychic readings yeah get some monies <laughs> go on fiverr Uh. Oh. say that you're a psychic
2: i guarantee that these people are making absolute bank off the misery and desperation of other people and they they deserve a short drop off a, no, a long drop off a short cliff Is that what they called <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm not saying we should kill them all but Maybe well, like sixty no, percent. No psychic could have
1: predicted that uh, Brad would have fucked that up. <laughs> no, fuck! You don't have to be a psychic. God damn it! <laughs> you but <laughs> you get
2: confused in the fucking law, man. It's it's, it's tricky. Um,
1: that's all right. I'll just uh, I'll just edit that out and make myself look like a genius.
2: See, <laughs> <laughs> so you knew you were going to be able to edit it out, so it's like that's foresight. You know, it's like <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> His, uh, his foresight is twenty twenty. Um <laughs> all right. So, this episode, I've decided, I've decided to uh, talk about alternative medicines, believe it or not, and um, <laughs> I'm talking about a specific guy who sought alternative cancer treatments. Terence oh. Stephen McQueen was raised by the streets. His mother was a teenage prostitute and his father, a circus stuntman,
2: I saw this ran family. off
0: before he was born. His mother had a drinking problem and would leave Terrence with his great uncle in Missouri for years at a time where he had to earn his keep working on the farm. At nine years old, he was being beaten so badly by his mom's boyfriend that he started sleeping on the streets of Los Angeles and he joined a street gang before he was 12. Wow.
2: (laughs) What kind of street gang takes a 12 year old? Oh man, that would have been a gnarly street gang. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a thing like the bloods and crimps get like fucking nine to ten year olds yeah together. they use kids yeah. lookouts. and
2: gnarly. And this is what you said in the 60s right? Was it,
0: oh no this is like 40s forties. Oh,
2: 40s. so that that gang would have been like yeah we're coming for you you know like one of those <laughs> guys snapping their way down the street like greases with a fucking 12 year old god damn yeah
0: <laughs> When uh, Steve McQueen Started fighting back Against his mum's New boyfriend He was sent back To his great uncle's farm Where he ran off To join a travelling circus Finally He was sent to a boarding school For troubled boys And then joined the marines At 17 years old It was 1947 He was discharged From the marines In 1950 After being Busted back down To private So fast it would Make his head spin (laughs) Seven times
2: Seven Seven times times. (laughs) Yeah Holy (laughs) shit
0: McQueen was a wild child. There was no taming this bad boy. After a series of odd jobs, he started acting in New York doing plays. He was a good-looking fella, and he thought this would be a good way to meet girls. McQueen made the jump to the silver screen, where he played a string of small parts before lead- landing the main role in a popular TV show. it, <laughs> Dead or alive. <laughs> there His first big film was the cult classic, The Blob. From there, he quickly became the biggest movie star in the world, thanks to lead roles in films like The Magnificent Seven, The Great Escape, The Cincinnati Kid, The Thomas Crown Affair, Bullet, Le Getaway, and of course, Papillon. In 1974, he starred in The Towering Inferno and had equal first billing with Paul Newman, who was perhaps the only other man in Hollywood with similar star power to McQueen at the time. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a fun fact about that before we get into the depressing cancer stuff. (laughs) Sorry, this is an interesting story. (laughs) McQueen and Newman were the two biggest stars in Hollywood at the time, and also the two biggest egos. They both wanted first billing for this blockbuster disaster film. To try to keep them both happy, for all promotional material, the studio placed Steve McQueen's name on the left – and Paul Newman's name on the right, but higher up. Therefore, they were, <laughs> quote, staggered, but equal, since McQueen name- McQueen's name was the first on the left, but Newman's was at the top of the screen.
2: That is... In fact, the poster
0: for the... <laughs> That's fucked That's <up. laughs> crazy. The poster for the film had both of their faces on it as well, and even their faces were staggered. The main image is a tower on fire with helicopters circling. To the left of the tower is Steve McQueen's face, and to the right of the tower, but higher than McQueen, is Paul Newman's face. This was all well and good. You could print this on posters and show it in the trailer, but still, someone's name had to be spoken first in the trailer. Would the voiceover guy say, starring Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, William Holden, blah, 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 or would he say, starring Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, William Holden, etc.? This was a big problem. How could this possibly be resolved? Well, the deal was the voiceover guy would say Steve McQueen's name first, but to make up for it, when the credits rolled at the end of the film, they used the same staggered but equal position of the two actors' names, so Paul Newman's name would be the first to appear. Instead of flashing up the names, which could have solved the issue, they decided to scroll the credits, so Uh Newman's name would be the first to make up for the trailer issue.
2: Oh, my God. Did they actually give a shit that much? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Even today, that still happens. It's fucking mental. Who cares?
1: Actors are the most egotistical people in the world, bro.
2: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, (laughs) the moment those credits are all, what, you get to be the first person who no one gives a fuck about coming on the screen? (laughs) Yep. Everyone gives a fuck about him, bro. No, I just mean, like, you don't sit around and be like, ooh, I don't know who Paul Newman is, or I don't know who Steve McQueen is. I better check the credits. Like, yeah, you get to be the first person on the screen that no one gives a fuck about. It's all about status.
1: They they have serious contracts disputes over this sort of thing uh, but it's actually yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous i agree with you but they do get very serious about it uh, yeah
0: yeah you know like the movie the edge like who's the main star of the edge brad i
2: don't know what movie that is the
1: edge
0: well is it alec baldwin or is it anthony hopkins,
2: no, say
1: hopkins. who the fuck's just- ever seen the edge <laughs> <laughs> actually the main star of that movie is definitely the bear so <laughs> case close <laughs> um, um, right, anthony hopkins there. is a much bigger actor than Alec yeah. Baldwin, by the way. So that's a very shitty example. <laughs> What's your
0: better one than you did?
1: Face Off. Fa- oh, Think yeah.
0: It
2: was paid
1: or, uh, <laughs> that's actually an excellent example. Part.
2: Thank you. That is true. <laughs> they were both at peak peak parts of their career. There. So. That's
1: right. Get shit on. Mm, yeah. Uh, Face
0: Off is an excellent movie.
2: <laughs> it is a great movie as well. <laughs> all right. Uh, right. True.
0: Let's bring it back down. All right. Now for the illness. McQueen got sick in 1978 and never fully recovered. He had a persistent cough. His doctors told him, you live too fast. You got to stop smoking. So he gave up the cigarettes, but it didn't help. So his doctor put him on antibiotics. antibodies, antibodies <laughs> but McQueen saw no improvement then either. Eventually, in late 1979, McQueen told his doctor that there was something seriously wrong and said, you've got to do something for me. Mm-hmm. The doctor finally gave him an X-ray on December 22, 1979, which showed large tumors in his right lung. A biopsy revealed pleural mesothelioma caused by asbestos exposure, presumably oh, during nice. his time removing insulation from a troop ship when he was in the Marines and his time spent working on his many motorcycles. Yeah, that's rough. This type of cancer is terminal and fast-moving. He started chemotherapy and radiotherapy in an attempt to reduce the size of the tumor. But in 19, in February of 1980, McQueen was told that the cancer had metastasized and his prognosis was bleak. By April, doctors told him that the radiotherapy and chemotherapy that he had undergone were not effective and that they would cease treating him. They said there, were, there was nothing they would able, be able to do to prolong his life. Uh, that sucks. So, I really want to make this clear. It is only now... That Steve McQueen turned away from Western medicine and sought alternative treatments McQueen wasn't some hippie who believed in all this, love cures cancer and positive energy makes tumors disappear bullshit, he only did it out of desperation his will to survive meant that he was willing to try unproven, untested crazy treatments, he had nothing to lose, he was 49 years old and just married a spicy young woman named Barbara, who was only 24 he was not ready to give up he had a lot of life left to live (laughs)
2: Uh, a lot of town. third
0: Yeah, <laughs> his third <laughs> wife, the young Barbara, has since said, my youth and Steve's desperation played a vital part in his decision to seek treatment in Mexico. <laughs> he allowed himself to be poked, prodded, pricked, and examined on a daily basis. It was heartbreaking and a horrifying experience <laughs> to have to watch Steve go through this.
2: Yeah, it's always a so bad So what
0: comedy. did he actually do? What did he actually do? He went to Mexico to seek treatment from the controversial doctor William Donald Kelly. Well, maybe I shouldn't just say doctor. I should be more specific. William Donald Kelly's only medical license with a, was an orthodontics license, <laughs> and <laughs> and it had been revoked four years previously. <laughs> Jeez. Kelly practiced Gerson therapy, which is a pseudoscientific treatment of cancer. The idea of this therapy was about cleansing the body of toxins by having a vegetarian diet, including hourly glasses of organic juice and supplements. Kelly, however, took Gersen therapy and ran with it. He injected patients with pancreatic enzymes, prescribed 50 daily vitamins and minerals, whole body shampooing, an extremely strict vegetarian diet, coffee enemas, and administration of laotril, an infamous, falsely promoted cancer cure that can sometimes be harmful, harmful, but can never be helpful. He also included osteopathy massages and prayer sessions for good measure. Just threw them in as well.
2: Jesus. If you're claiming to have a cure for cancer, that is, that's <laughs> fucking next level. Like, it's one thing to say, oh, this might help with it, but to claim yeah, that it's a cure, that's cure just it. fucking yeah. dog shit.
0: Well, Brad... You're a naysayer, bro, because after three months of this shit, McQueen turned to America in October 1980, completely cured of cancer. Bullshit. Well, at least that's what former orthodontist William (laughs) Donald Kelly said. (laughs) Unfortunately, McQueen was not cured, his condition worsened quickly, and he developed large tumours in his abdomen, which caused him so much pain that he was almost perpetually sedated. Doctors said they couldn't do anything for him and that operating on him would cause heart failure. He was supposed to just live out the rest of his life sedated in a drug-induced haze, patiently waiting for death. Fuck that, said the King of Cool. Let's go the fuck back to Mexico because false hope is better than no hope at all. Time for a Hail Mary. I mean, so, it's not wrong. Yeah. McQueen checked to into Give a clinic a in Juarez, Mexico, under the pseudonym Samuel Shepherd. The staff did not realise it was the famous movie star, probably because he was in Hollywood movies rather than Mexican telenovelas, or maybe it was his scraggly beard which made him look like some random homeless gringo. (laughs) On November 7, 1980, McQueen underwent dangerous surgery to remove the large tumours in his abdomen as well as other tumours in his neck. Miraculously, McQueen survived the surgery and all his major tumours were removed. He didn't, however, survive the recovery process. He died 12 hours after the surgery from heart failure, Oof. exactly as his American doctors had predicted. Buenas noches, dulce principe, which is Mexican for good night, sweet prince.
2: <laughs> that is that is it. But I, I guess when you're that desperate, rolling the dice is better than inaction.
1: Yeah, well, that's right. If, yeah. if traditional medicine says we can't do anything for you, then there's no harm in mm. trying alternative therapies.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's that's why I chose this one is because he he did all the right things. He did everything the way he was supposed to mm. and it didn't work. And the doctor said to him, there's nothing we can do. You're about to die. And he said, well, I'm not just going to sit around waiting for death. I'm going to do something. Even yeah. if it's crazy, even if there's only a one in a million chance it works, I'm going to do it because I'm just like, I don't want
2: yeah, exactly.
0: to just wait for death. Yeah. Like I'm not going to yeah. give up. So, I yeah. think that's totally reasonable. I that's think right. that's, that's how."
1: You- that's the same way Doctor Stephen Strange became the Sorcerer Supreme, um, but it's when the it's when it goes the other way. Um, I, I'm I'm sure someone in the audience who's listening laughed at my Doctor Strange joke just then. Um But it's when it goes the other way. It's when people try <laughs> you tell yourself that don't worry. It's when people try the alternative shit first. Yeah, the Steve Jobs route. And, yeah, yeah, the Steve Jobs route when it doesn't work. And then when it's too late, they turn to actual doctors and they say, well, if you came to us six months ago, yeah, we could have cured you. But now it's too late. Yeah. Like Steve Jobs. He tried all the holistic shit first. Yeah, nine and months then when he was, he was just waited. so, so emaciated and weak and just on his deathbed, he went to actual doctors and they said, well, we could make you comfortable. It's a little late for Lenny. And then yeah, he died I, I of, was uh, looking into Steve Jobs. Was actually. it uh, pancreatic cancer, I think?
2: Yeah, he had a pancreatic cancer. Um, yeah. Uh, and he did. He, he waited nine months, but there's two types of pancreatic cancer. He had a rarer version that mm. is a slower progressing cancer. So people say, you know, oh, he could have maybe um, waited and it wouldn't have affected his chances. But it, with the other cancer, which has a very low survivability rate, they would have mm. it on the table the next day. With the cancer yeah. he had, they've got a bit more time to be flexible, but they would still be like, you know, it's very survivable if we get on top of it. He waited yeah. nine months, um, and then he said he regretted waiting nine months. huh. But he still lived for another eight years. So um, they do reckon that basically that time, because he they operated after nine months, they got rid of his cancer, then it returned pretty much immediately. But then he just mm. kept fighting it off over the next eight or so years. Um, but they do reckon that jumping on it quicker is obviously a lot better. So, those nine months yeah, absolutely, vegetarian diet, juice cleansing and enemas. Yeah, and I was all about to say, he was stuff. just doing
1: juices and shit, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. All
2: that kind of stuff he was doing. Um, did nothing. Think different. But the people who, are, who take the holistic <laughs> approach say it probably improved his diet and his physical health and... Made him better prepared to fight off the you know the radiation, the chemotherapy, which I don't think he ever no, actually so. did get. He eventually, he didn't even get that. He just had surgery on it repeatedly. So, mm. yeah, he kind of he cooked it. <laughs> like, <laughs> he cooked it, yeah, and it's sad because yeah. I mean, you become what the CEO of the largest company in the world. <laughs>
0: uh. no context, Max, with Brad.
2: hematidrosis, is an extremely rare condition where people sweat blood. Oh, oh my God. Do with that what you will. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, but what we were saying before we were so rudely interrupted is that, uh, <laughs> yes, this <laughs> Stephen Queen's route is the correct route correct. to go. Yeah. You yeah. try all the the scientific stuff, the evidence-based stuff that is supposed to work at the start, and if they say there's nothing, then you've got nothing to lose by trying these untested, unproven, unscientific methods. It could be that some of these methods actually work or are actually good, But they just haven't been trialed or they're too risky Mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, for example, this surgery that he eventually got in Juarez, it's not like that wasn't scientific and it wasn't evidence-based. It's not like they were cutting him open with scissors and, you know, doing some (laughs) voodoo stuff on him. Like, they were proper doctors doing a proper surgery. It was just the surgery is too risky. Don't do it because you're going to die from heart failure. And, yes, he did die from heart failure. But if there was a one in a thousand chance that he survived... American doctors were not going to do it. That's right. There's a thousand chance he's going to survive, and he's got cash. And Mexican doctors to <laughs> <laughs> do that shit anywhere.
1: And even Sorry. even if he did die of uh, heart failure, he do? was if, <laughs> if they didn't do the operation, he was going to die of just his body fucking giving up on him weeks yeah. or months later. So you know,
0: yeah, he would have had a bit more time, but he would have been drugged out the whole yeah. time. Cause yeah, that's right. It's yeah, uh, so you know, quality of life over
1: quantity of life.
0: Yeah, he threw a hail mary. Didn't work, but you know, yeah. props to him for trying. Yeah, I'd and, do the same um, thing.
1: I think. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah I think that's it.
0: Steve McQueen. Sorry, after we've spent an ep- I-, I thought I would do this one and I would be the last person because we, s- I thought we'd be spending a whole episode shitting on alternative medicines. Brad decided <laughs> to do something totally different other than alternative medicines. No, it's, the it's an shit alternative on medicine. Lockland <laughs> shit on homeopathy, and I think we're we're all in agreement here that. Uh, you know, you should try the uh, evidence-based stuff, scientific yeah. stuff first, yeah. and then as a last resort, as a desperate hail mary, might as well do something crazy. Might as well do something that could work. Yeah. Um, but you know, they they should be alternative treatments. They shouldn't be your first call. That's there right. They should be complementary treatments. That you do something else first, last, or you do last something option, proper, and option. then you do this along with it. You don't do it as a replacement for something that's legitimate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cairo osteopathy, fucking uh, reflexology, kinesiology, Reiki, shiatsu, fucking Pilates. They're, they're all bullshit. None of the two, <laughs> you know. <I'm> <laughs> <not
0: bloody>.
2: Pilates. Pilates. <laughs> Pilates is
1: just like strength. Pilates is good for... Uh, it's just an like,
2: exercise. It's not a fucking
1: medicine. No, they claim it has... Um, curative oh, properties. Curative properties, yeah. okay, fair enough. Oh, right. but just yeah. just as, like, yoga
0: or whatever, it's fine. Yeah, like as, as like, doing... doing and,
1: I'm sure it does increase your flexibility and stuff, but... Um, core
0: strengthening and stuff like that, yeah. 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 But, yeah, if you've got cancer, don't go to your Pilates instructor. <laughs> go to your medical professional. Yoga
1: instructor.
0: Yeah. Yoga yeah, is Before cancer. we move on, I have another fun fact about Steve McQueen, and this one was totally... Uh, You know, there wasn't a nice place to fit it in, so I'll do it separate at the end, because this is a very Brad is a bad person-esque fun fact. So, you guys ready for it? Yeah, Yeah, I'm ready. It's going to be fun. Steve McQueen- Oh, you guys might get this before the audience do, because there's like a a clue in here. Okay. Steve McQueen was good friends with Jay Sebring and Sharon Tate. Uh (laughs) Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Go. Yeah, I've, got, I've <laughs> got it. August eighth, nineteen sixty nine. Sebring invited McQueen to a party at Tate's house. McQueen said he was. McQueen said he would be there and invited a young woman he had been having an affair with. This woman, however, said she didn't want to go to the party and just wanted to spend an intimate night with Steve McQueen. That was lucky for Steve because that night, Sebring, Tate, and three other people were massacred at this party by the loyal hippie followers of Charles oh, Manson. Charles <laughs> Manson! <laughs> Tate was eight and a half months pregnant, so the death count is often li- listed as six. It was uh-huh. later revealed that Steve McQueen had been on Manson's hit list, meaning that he would have definitely been targeted personally uh-huh. if he were at this party. Yep. After this revelation, McQueen carried a handgun with him everywhere,
2: as you would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. That's, that is a fun fact. Charles Manson just got a
1: connection to everyone. Fucking, he's connected to like three different presidents as well. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. But I think uh, that this is just a good lesson to everyone is that you should listen to your dick and (laughs) (laughs) and chase that young strange (laughs) instead of going to a fucking gathering. (laughs) Well, it's ironic. If
0: he wasn't cheating on his wife, then um, he would have, he would have gone to to the party party solo or taken his wife to the party. So, there you you go. Um,
1: Always cheat on your wife.
2: (laughs) That's the
0: moral of this story. There's
2: one thing that we can leave you with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of uh, leaving with nice things, uh, Brad, can you uh, do your power rankings for us? Yes, I can.
2: Brad, power rankings. this this week, I am angry obviously Ooh, angry again and i tilted. on these tight. psychics these tarot card readers these motherfuckers all right so, wait, let me guess
1: five worst tarot cards to draw when you're getting a tarot <laughs> reading
2: that's a <laughs> excellent guess maybe i'll make number it more one the
1: fluffy bunny <laughs>
2: number one the hanged man go kill yourself uh <laughs> I right, don't tarot
1: cards. Tarot cards always mean the opposite of what they actually like. The death uh, card is good, yeah, yeah, it's true. And the you know the the lovers card is bad, stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean,
0: isn't that only from that Simpsons episode?
1: Is that real? No, that's no, real. I think that's it's real.
2: real. Yeah, it's generally like uh, I mean, I they have was a joke in the meaning, Simpsons so They can pretty much mean whatever the fuck you want it to mean. So that doesn't sound like
0: tarot cards, bro.
2: This week's power rankings: is top five most powerful psychics on Cassamba. and I have decided <laughs> to re- rank their power based on how much per minute it costs them. Because oh, okay. I'm assuming oh, that wow. the more powerful you are, the higher fee you command.
0: Of course. Yeah. Did you get the cheapest one? Is this why you got some <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> shitty? So, yeah. <laughs> no, he
1: showed me. A, he showed me a screenshot of uh, the website. Before we recorded it and he didn't go for the cheapest one.
2: Yeah, there was some, like, $1.50 ones and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I, I, I went... Why out. did you spend more money than you You never go for maniac. the cheapest.
1: You never go for the more expensive. You go for in the middle. That's yeah. where your your cost and your quality meet. Yeah, exactly. Not too high, not too low. That's <laughs> right. All
2: right. God, <laughs> so, starting at five, working to number one as, as per normal. Uh, yeah, we know. Good number five. Why are you saying that? You don't, that, don't have to
0: tell us every week.
2: Is come on, bro.
0: <laughs> Rolling on it. Number
1: five.
2: Love specialist Isabel. Oh yes. Uh,
1: at twenty-one
2: like, fifty. like is a scam per minute.
1: Twenty-one fifty a minute.
2: That's American as well, so just keep <laughs> this in mind. Now, so you're I-
1: going from most expensive to cheapest.
2: No, no, I'm not. <laughs>
1: She's the fifth most expensive.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and that's just um, just who's online. I bet you there's higher.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: I knew Isabel was the real deal the moment I read a review. She included in her own bio. She (laughs) is always so right on. Predictions are timely and easy to verify as the timelines are close. No mumbo jumbo, just clear answers and guidance. Courtesy (laughs) of Spiritual Healer. (laughs) Nice I can see why she has 13,500 reviews
0: Jeez Oh my god You're oh, a
2: fucking fuck. fraud Number four Immense Spark wow. and Aura At twenty one ninety nine per minute Oh wow Immense Spark's bio mentions the four C's Clairvoyance, Chloradiance, Clairescence and Claircognance
1: What are any of those things?
2: I don't know what fuck the what the fuck three of those mean, but I can tell you that should be got the one C that counts, cunt, fuck this fraud. (laughs) Number three, Master Z, at twenty-seven seventy-seven per minute.
0: Oh, that's a lucky number.
2: I (laughs) I had hope for this guy. I thought that maybe he instructed via martial arts and read the blood splatters of his vanquished foes or the <laughs> chips of fractured bones to divine shit from the cosmic ether. Instead, his bio is six lines long and he's got sixteen thousand reviews. Fuck this fucking. Fuck it. How
1: these people are getting rich?
2: Oh yeah. Number two, love psychic indie at twenty seven ninety nine per minute. Mm. <clears throat> love psychic indie has twenty one key skills listed on his bio. Fourth-generation clairvoyant, pet psychic. Indie. 60,000-plus six, successful readings, communicates directly with angels. Oh, my past God. Past-life regression. Angels. But he still somehow forgot to list that he's a tremendous cunt. You're a fucking fraud. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <number> Twist one, <laughs>
0: ending. I'm not here. I wasn't expecting the cunt yeah. and the fraud angle.
2: <laughs> number one, intuitive <laughs> advisor. That's literally what they're called intuitive advisor at 29.99 per minute picture and it's less than 30 bucks that's not too bad <laughs> picture an old indian lady dressed in traditional garb now imagine she's fleecing you for 30 dollars a minute i just saved you a whole <laughs> bunch of fucking money her, uh, her bio claims i will answer all your questions doubts and worries and give you an honest and straight to the point reading the audacity of this cunt you are a fucking fraud that's my power aches.
1: You should have gone with her, Brad. She uh, would have answered all your questions straight up. Yeah. Honest and straight yeah. to the point. That's what she's right. done. And I that describes <laughs> the psychic perfectly. Like, honest c- and straight to the point.
2: Couldn't even afford a minute with her. I'm not even lying. I'd get like, like, <laughs> like, like 55 seconds or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, what a bitch.
0: Too expensive, and you would only last a minute. <laughs> Um, what were you talking about again? Um, yeah, well, you know, you, you kind of played yourself this episode, Brad. You spent fucking 40 bucks. I did. On <laughs> a shitty tarot really. That's all right. Um, I did it for you. The- remember, everyone,
1: PayPal.me slash Brad is a bad person to uh, get Brad to <laughs> let go talk to more shitty psychics.
2: <laughs> let's recoup that
1: funny. you pay it, if I like- will
2: talk to whoever the fuck you want. I honestly will. And I don't have a problem with it.
0: Do you think if someone's charging thirty dollars an hour for online chat? Thirty dollars a minute. Anyone thirty minute. Yeah, sorry. Thirty thirty dollars a minute. Yeah. Sorry. Why if if you had that much money to spend on a tarot reading, wouldn't you just go and see somebody? Go like, to one in it person. it would be you less
2: fucking. Like, employ
1: your own I don't a tarot reader for that.
2: That's what I, it, what, what that, that sort of blew me away is that all the people who that and these was just people online, so I guarantee you that they were um, other people who are on in the, you know, the US time zone, which would be mm. a lot more, like, would be much larger. Um, oh, who are yeah. probably charging, you know, magnitudes higher than that. And they all had, like, 16,000 reviews, 14,000 reviews, 12,000 reviews. Like, there are people who are using but maybe them. maybe they
0: got all those reviews when they were, like, a dollar or $2 an
2: hour and then I, they kept putting their practice the up. I imagine that that is, like, part of the case, like, when they were on the rise. But I also think that, like, there were some of them that were, like, from the day before, because you can see the reviews. Um, like these guys are Shit. making money, and those are only the people who actually review. do you think they're fake reviews. Possibly, they could possibly fake reviews. Could be fake reviews. They could um, be Bangladeshi
0: click farm reviews,
2: bro. Yeah, could it could be, it could be our, our old mate Daniel Funk or whatever his name was. Um, <laughs> well, why don't we look through Yasmin's and it says like, "Oh, perfectly clear and excellent English." Yeah, you know something's <laughs> up. You know something's <laughs> up. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it, it's insane to think that. And these are only the people who review as well. Because I didn't review. You don't have to review. That's by choice. So, Mm -hmm. like, uh, it it blows me away the amount of money that is being spent on this. It just ripped away from people who were looking for some sort of validation. You contributed to that, bro.
0: Yeah, I know I did.
2: But I have a feeling I'll be getting my money back (laughs) just between you and me.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. you (laughs) are got to do a fucking... What was that chick's name that showed up? The YouTube?
2: (laughs) <laughs> Queen Nazim, are you gonna do a Nazim one? I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick down the doors of kasamba.com. and I'm gonna demand my forty two dollars back. Shall I have no star? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <good God. laughs> I'll kick down the door and I'll be like, Is this kasamba.com? And they'll be like, No, because that's what you would clearly Next fucking start. say. And then I'll be lost and I won't know what to do. So
0: yeah. Um To be fair, if you went in there and shot them up and they didn't see it coming, then they decided to <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh But
1: all right, guys, well, I'm getting a message from the other side <laughs> telling me it's the end of the episode.
2: It is it is,
1: and they want people to rate and review us on iTunes. No nah, really <laughs> <laughs> that's the feeling I'm getting yeah. from uh from from the ether yeah. that this is gonna be our best episode ever. How much and, are
2: you uh, charging definitely... for a minute for this episode? <laughs>
0: I actually had a seance last night, and I was um, told that people should like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Oh, my God.
2: That's, yeah. that's eerie. It's
1: crazy.
0: Did you do anything? Uh, did uh, <laughs> Yasmin tell you anything about <laughs> no, the No, uh, I, I personally, Brad?
2: in my own volition, went flipped a few cards, just in case this situation came up. And they yeah. they told us that you should go to com to find all our socials there as well. That's just amazing.
1: That's crazy. Oh. Can't believe how accurate these, these readings are. <laughs> anyway, enough of that obvious bullshit. Um, if you're sick, go to a real doctor. And uh, <laughs> well, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Catch you on the flip side. Thanks for
0: listening to our episode on psychics. <laughs>